The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. I'll never forget the first time I ever saw Keith in camouflage. I had never been um, exposed to that. Uh, my dad was not an outdoorsman like that. And I thought, why would a grown man masquerade as a bush? <laughs> Join Bible teacher and author Beth Moore as she describes the God who sees us in our past, present, and future, next on Life Today. sitting here all by myself. Well, I told you by myself. Studio full of wonderful people, and Betty's just not here. Had the second surgery for uh, cataract removal and put a new lens in. So she's supposed to have the vision of about a 20-year-old, and she's convinced she will. She's, she's got about a, another week before she can start really exercising both eyes. And she's anxious to do it because she says, I just know it's going to work great. Thanks for your prayers, and we do miss her. And and it's really miraculous what God can do through people that he created in his image to meet needs that should be met. I'm James Robinson, and I welcome you to life today. Wednesday's in the Word. For years, we called it Wednesday's uh, with Beth. And Beth said, I want us to get other gifted teachers on Wednesdays because it's allowed me to touch people all over the world in areas and in ways I never could have. And it's been amazing, she said, what's happened. But I know some gifted teachers, and she'd become a good friend with Christine Kane, Priscilla Shower, Lisa Bevere, all our friends. And she said, have them some. And, of course, they rejoice, and everybody's grateful for the wonderful communication skill and the, the gift to teach and challenge and inspire that these incredible gifts from God to us, these women have. So Wednesday's in the Word, but Beth's here, and she's talking about the God who sees. Sees what? Sees what? What does he think about us when he sees certain things in the God who knows? Well, I think you're anxious to hear what Beth has to say. And I really do believe that you're tuning in for a very special reason. First of all, for your benefit. I believe you're going to gain. But then I'm also convinced, and I really pray that you'll kind of stay locked in, that before we go off the air, you're going to become a light that brightens someone's day. You are going to be an instrument that literally, this is not an exaggeration, you open the doors to a prison and let people walk out. Not prisoners because they did something wrong, but because they've been held captive, trafficked, sold like slaves, sex slaves, you're going to see people set free because of the touch of God through you. Here's Beth. Welcome, Beth. questions here become very, very important, not only in our present series, but at all times in our personal journeys. And I've got these questions for you because I want you to see them with me. The first question was what? Where 
tell it to me one more time. And the second question is what? So at all times, you see, you and I are in a now moment that is caught somewhere between. So no matter what's going on in your life, at this exact moment, you are in a now. Everybody say now. now. Say, I'm in a right now. Right now, I'm not where I've been. I'm not where I'm going. I'm just like right now. And there's something so strategic that your God wants to do in your right now that pulls this whole thing together into a gorgeous narrative of his faithfulness and his grace to you. But I ask you these questions today. Where have you come from? And where are you going? I've got to show you something that, I mean, I was just looking at these questions in my um, notes, getting ready for you a little bit earlier while my makeup artist was kind of going on with the blush. And I said, I've got to grab my notes. I, God has just impressed something on my spirit and reminded me of something. Guys, y'all turn with me. Uh, hold something here in Genesis 16. I'm about to get a lump in my throat. I love this kind of stuff so much. Revelation 1, I want to show you something. Your God in heaven, I love you so much. Revelation 1. Now, let me remind you what we're talking about. This is our now. Everybody say now. now. This question. Where this question. Where All right. I want you to see that we have a way, a description, even a title, if you'll go there with me, for our God, the Lord our God, that corresponds perfectly to these three places in our lives. And all of us have, we all have these three places going. We have our now, we have where we've come from, we have where we're going. Even if where we're going is day after tomorrow, we're gonna see Jesus. But every single one of us has a where are you going. So we have these three segments of time. That fair? All right, I want you to look at the, at the way God describes himself in Revelation 1, verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I mean, somebody, come on now, y'all. Come on now. I am the Alpha and the Omega, he says. Now, look at the way he phrases it because it's so perfect. He says, I am the one who what? What's the first one he says? He is. Okay, so he starts with what is our present moment. That's most pressing to us. That's our now. I am the one who is. Um, do you remember when he told Moses, um, this is the name by which I will be called throughout all generations. I am that I am. I am who I am. One of the closest renderings, that's really, really in so many ways beyond our understanding. But if we were to try to boil it down, and one of the things he's saying is, I'm always being. I've always been, I am being, I will always be. I'm the self-existent one, the one who is being, the one who is constantly being God. Well, here we have the one who, what was that first one? That corresponds with our now. And then I'm the one who what? That corresponds with where have you come from? And then he says, and I'm the one who what? And that responds with where are you going? I give... 
I give you the timeless God today who says to you, listen, right where you're standing, I'm not only almighty in your now, I am still almighty in where you've come from and I will still be almighty in where you are going because I am not bound by time. I can still be ministering out of your where have you come from, getting you ready for where you are going because at all times I am almighty. Did you know, listen, listen, y'all are about to get me worked up. <laughs> you know, we just go, our past is past. Our past is past, our past, is past. and yes it is, listen. Let's put it, put it behind us and go on. But let me tell you, when we entrust it back to God, he's not done with it. I'm gonna wait till somebody gets that. He said, listen, I'm not bound by time. You can't go back, I can, I can, because I'm the one who is, I'm the one who was, and I'm the one who is to come. I can go back and redeem every ounce of what you have been through. I can go back and I can bring every bit of the riches out of that situation. I will make absolutely sure that where you're going, what I'm going to do for you, takes every single one of the resources from where you have been so that I can do something with your life that writes such a narrative, writes such a story that I get the glory that I am after and you get the good. You get the good. The God who is the God who was the God who is to come. Now, did you notice he says, I'm going to have to send you back to the place where you've come from. Now, for us, that is disturbing because it's like, well, Lord, no, we're actually, we're, let's keep moving on. <laughs> let's keep moving on. Why would he send her back? And I want everybody to see this because listen, God did not send her back for abuse. He sent her back for her blessing, her blessing. It had to be that Ishmael would be raised up under for a certain length of time as we will see. It had to be that Ishmael would be raised up under not only Abram's um, uh, parenting and him being a part of his life, but under his blessing under his blessing. And, and we'll see this in just a moment. She didn't send her back to be abused. She sent her back because there was something in her, where have you come from, that she was going to need to be a blessing in where she was going. Listen, once we've been seen, say for instance, you're realizing today, oh, for heaven's sake, I, I really honestly thought God was calling me out of this workplace, but I, it is clear to me, I'm really getting that sense in my spirit that he is using this to say, no, I'm supposed to go right back to it. You know the beauty of it? Once we realize we have been seen, that we have been found by Jesus, that we have been found by the God who sees, we may have to go back to where we've come from, but we don't go back the same person. We have been seen. Oh, I'm, I need somebody to get it, and then I'll go on. Anybody? Because, listen, I, I may have to go back to that place. Maybe I'm going to have to go back uh, to that relationship. God has not freed me from it yet. Maybe I'm going to have to, oh, no, we're being transferred back into that city, back into that workplace um, where we uh, were not happy to begin with. But you know what? We don't go back the same person because we've been seen. We've been found. 
And we have an identity. I'm the one who has been seen. Notice how her identity changed. Because look where she says down here in verse 13, Genesis 16, 13. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. For she said, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Who looks after me. Your God looks after you. Your God looks after you. I pray he's even going to open your eyes this very day, let you glance back over your where have you come from and see how he has over and over and over again looked after you. Did you, did you love how the scripture said in the prophecy, the angel of the Lord said, um, you are pregnant, you shall be, um, bear a son, you shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has listened to your affliction. Verse 12, and he will be a wild donkey of a man. <laughs> wild donkey of a man. Listen, I married a wild donkey of a man. I truly did. I wonder, did my mother-in-law by any chance just hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit, not audibly, but in her heart going, you have, will bear a son and he will be a wild donkey of a man because he certainly is a wild man. I got one of those. I'll never forget the first time I ever saw Keith in camouflage. I had never been um, exposed to that. Uh, my dad was not an outdoorsman like that. And I thought, why would a grown man masquerade as a bush? <laughs> I mean, have you ever just wanted to pull somebody in the mirror, you know, because they've got like a hood on that's got leaves on it? And just go, I need you to look at yourself right now. I want to be gentle with you, but look. You are a bush with a face. That's what you are. That's what you are. We, on our anniversary just here recently, it was just a, a couple of weeks ago, and um, we are almost never together on our anniversary because I had the gall um, to uh, put our wedding date at a time uh, when it is a season where my husband must be gone a lot. Uh, he just absolutely must. So we, we make up for it um, with the date after he gets home. But he texted me all of this stuff. And he told me um, what I had meant to his life. And I loved it because I loved that it was written so that I could look back at it. And I'm going to quote part of it to you. Part of it said this, these two sentences, one right after another. You are the honey on my sopapilla. This is, <laughs> this is what happens when you are married to a man from South Texas where we survive on Tex-Mex and our idea of dessert is a sopapilla. I'm sorry. But this part just killed me. I've thought about it over and over. You, I'm quoting word for word, not making any of this up. You are the gravy on my chicken fried. <laughs> now, I love that he did not say chicken fried what? Because there could be chicken fried steak, there could be chicken fried chicken, there could be chicken fried turkey. But where I come from, everything's just chicken fried. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I get to be the gravy, yes. I'll take that. A wild, wild donkey of a man, a wonderful man.
Keith and I have loved every single minute that we've gotten to partner with James and Betty in the outreaches of life. Uh, we've been part of the mission feeding program, the shelter and the, the water wells. We've loved every single effort put forth by this outreach ministry. But we are particularly excited about the opportunity we have called Rescue Life. This one is specifically for children that have been taken into sex trafficking. I cannot think of anything that cries out for our help more than this. Would you partner with us as we reach out to them and literally rescue lives through Rescue Life? This one is something that calls to the innermost part of our hearts and cries out to such victimization that we've got to help. Partnering together, there is no telling what God could do. Let's do everything we can to rescue life. Thank you so much. Well, Beth, I not only want to thank you for the way you teach and inspire us, but I also want to thank you for encouraging every viewer to reach out and touch someone as an expression of God's love. And as the Bible says, love not just in word only, but in deed. And that is what I've always watched you do, not only your teaching, but with us in Mission Outreach. I know you're concerned for those who are held captive in sexual trafficking. And I want to say to all of you who are watching that without any exaggeration, we have an opportunity to set the captives free. Now you think about it, when Jesus' first announcement was what Isaiah said, that he came to bind up the brokenhearted, but also to set captives free. Then if that is what Jesus does, and we have an opportunity to do both in what we're doing right now, in getting people out of the trafficking and setting them free and binding up their broken heart, I want you to look in, I want you to listen to someone express what it's like to be trafficked, and then you and I, can experience the joy of setting people like this free. Watch. There are a lot of things I dreamt I'd become. This was never one of them, but it's who I am now. They tell me I deserve it. They say my parents never want to see me again. I'm never alone here for long, but alone is all I feel. I can't keep them out because my door locks from the outside. I hear they've got my sister now. She's about the age they took me. She'll fetch a good price, like I did. Of course, they say we're worthless anyway. There's no reason to smile here, but I'm forced to. I hate this place, but it's like we were meant for each other. Filth for filth. If I was worth anything, worth anything at all, surely someone would have come for me. And though I'm all alone, I know there are many. I've seen too many come and disappear. Maybe they're the lucky ones.
don't you want to open the doors of that prison? Father, I pray for the men that are trapped by their appetites and desires that will never be satisfied until they're set free. And I pray for those precious girls that are being told they're worthless and they're so precious and so special. Lord, help us show them love and life and freedom. In Jesus' name, think about it. It was for freedom Christ set us free, Galatians 5.1. For freedom Christ set us free. How important is freedom? How about those prisoners? He said he came to open the doors to the prisoners, set us free from captivity. We can set those girls free. Now, we have been getting a lot of children that the predators are after, and we've gotten them as the predators are going after them and put them into a beautiful destiny house, a home, safe houses all over the world that you've helped us build and establish. And $128 per person, per child, is what it costs to take care of them per year. That's amazing, but that's what it costs. We're able to do things so effectively overseas and in that market where we can do things in third world countries that we're not able to do here. But we all have to do that together. But we want to build a rescue center. We want to build a place where we can actually get the girls out of that place where they feel so lonely, where the doors lock from the outside, and open those doors and take them to a place where the predators and those that have put them in bondage can't get them. And this is a very secure place and it's expensive. It is quite beautiful as a matter of fact. It almost looks like some kind of a, a college campus when you look at all of the facilities. But we're gonna be able to put them in this secure place and keep them safe where they'll be in an atmosphere of love and they're gonna have everything their heart ever longed for. Something they never dreamed they would see because they've been told they're worthless, they're trash, they're somebody's possession and they're being used and just thrown away and damaged. But you know what? we can give them hope in the future. We can give them a place of rescue. Now here's the miracle. This center, if it, we built it over here, it'd be four or five million dollars. Overseas, we can build it for a little, about one and a quarter million. And God miraculously gave us a family that like many of you got such a burden for these people. They made a gift through their family of $820,000 toward that near one and a quarter million. The remaining amount that we must raise is 410,000 which literally means if you give that $1,000, $100, $40, it's gonna be multiplied three times in its impact. For instance, 40 will become 120. Over 1,000 becomes 3,000 in its impact because of this incredible gift. Would you join with this expression of love and be a part of this miracle and let's build this rescue center? We can't tell you where it's gonna be built. It is gonna be a secure place. They're gonna be secure. Would you go to lifetoday.org right now please get up and go get your bank card and use it like a check. Or you can dial the number there on the screen, either way, and make the best gift you can. Make the gift God puts on your heart. This is our last week for us to raise these funds. Father, I pray everyone who can help will. And Lord, I pray they'll give abundantly because of the love that's in their heart for these precious people who want to be free, these girls, these women, in Jesus' name. Would you go online right now, Life Today? Would you dial the number? If you want to write a check, make it to life. But call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail. We have some gifts to send you that will bless you and inspire you because we always want to bless you and say thank you for being a blessing. Thanks for going online. Thanks for making that gift. Innocent children, created to be happy, loved, and cared for. 
are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators, their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Our dream is to build a unique child rescue center in Southeast Asia, a safe haven 100% dedicated to rescuing young victims from the sex traders and helping them begin the recovery from the abuse they have suffered. This dream of a new rescue center can soon become a reality with your support, combined with a promised $820,000 matching gift. All we have to do is raise an additional $410,000 to begin construction. That means your gift today will be matched two to one, having a triple impact. Gifts of $20 will be tripled to 60, $40 will be tripled to 120, $80 will be tripled to 240, and generous gifts of $1,200 will be tripled to $3,600 to help us rescue children from sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Sarah Young's newest book, Peace in His Presence, favorite quotations from Jesus Calling. Also, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help us build the Child Rescue Center, and you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of the Forest Chapel. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Human trafficking is a sin against humanity. We want to actually stop it before it starts by reaching out, going into the villages, educating the people there. But we're going to also rescue girls that have been trapped in the darkness, that are desperate to come out. But you don't just rescue, because we want to restore these girls. We want to give them job opportunity. We want to make them whole again through the love of Jesus Christ. Can't do it without you. We can't do it without your commitment. We can't do it without your prayers. But we also need you to go to the phone, go online, and be generous, because we know that you want to be part of rescuing life. I am holding in my hand a thank you, an expression of thanks. The favorite quotations from Jesus calling, peace in his presence. And by the way, that's the peace that you're giving to these people we set free uh, when we get them in a, in a rescue center, literally, where they'll be cared for. And we want to send you Sarah Young's favorite quotations from Jesus Calling. And it is illustrated so beautifully that you just, you just have to look at it uh, to see what a joy it is just to, to thumb through it and see God's great creation and and the love that he has for us in all that he has created that gives him honor and glory like we're supposed to. And, uh, you know, I don't want a bird out, praise me. I don't want anything God created to give him any more joy than, than we do. And I think you feel the same way. We want to say thank you for helping us rescue. And remember, this is the last week now. And if you're going to help us, we need your help. And we thank you for doing it. So go online or dial the number. And you simply make the gift God leads you to make. And we've got some gifts to bless you. Thanks for watching. Tell your friends to watch Life Today. Thank all of you for being with us. Appreciate your encouragement, all of you. Thank you so much.
that abortion should have ended my life by scalding me to death. And, you know, but by God, I'm alive. Tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.